Here it comes. <laughs> Off to a strong start, ways. Here you go. Tip yeah, it I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. And it's man of black. Got the boots and I'm mad. the horse. You can whip your horse. I just wanted to get to that part. A song of the year. Easily. Right? That's easily the song of the year. It's got to be. I wanted. To, I like to like see a stat on how many times I played that <laughs> at a rodeo when I was doing music. <laughs> you played it 110% of I the time. I think every perf that I worked this year, I played Old Town Road. At least once, sometimes yeah. twice. I never did it twice. <laughs> I follow that rule. Oh, man. What? What a year. What a year. Man, that, when that song first came out. Didn't I we lo- all hate it? I loved it. From the you loved it? Yeah. As soon as you well, it, it was funny because I went to a hockey tournament with Murdo, buddy of mine, mm-hmm. uh, that weekend. And we it was our win song for each game we won. And then him and I probably listened to it another 160 times throughout the whole weekend. It was didn't, awesome. It didn't even make your top uh, list on Spotify. What the hell? I listened to a lot of music, though. Okay. And I was I was sad for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's what the sad songs come Wacy's sad song <laughs> playlist of 2019. Literally, yeah. I would say 75% of the music I save, or even 80% of the music I save is like some sort of sad It's song. some sort of sad Sad song. or like a love song. Like I just love that kind of music. So well, Why? It's just good. Like the lyrics are good and just like it sounds good. It's easy to listen to. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. why I like it the most. I like, I like some like sweet party music or rock music too, but I lean more towards like the slower stuff slower sad meaningful lyrics you're yeah. a lyric guy i like good lyrics or like like a lot of times you can relate to a song too right Something i'm a sound guy man just i just like what it sounds like, I like i'm just all about the like, I like what it sounds like to my soul <laughs> yeah that's that's well and it's like music is so sweet man because you just like i don't know i love just listening to music or you hear a good song or a band that you like and discovering new music is really cool that's why i love like well like spotify and apple music it's so mm-hmm. cool how you can like I've discovered so many new artists that I never would have discovered had not been for like a streaming service. Hmm. That's true. I found a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there. Just yeah. Listen to just working during the day, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll f- hear a bunch of stuff that I really like. Well, it's cool. I mean, music Added music in. is sweet because you can like, use it for any occasion. It, it's like, true. You're if you're sad or partying or whatever. If you're happy. If you just want to wake up in the morning, yeah, listen to some music. Just yeah. want to. I always put, I always have working. music on in the shower when I'm like when I wake shower up. Shower tunes. Yeah. What's your favorite shower tune jam? I just like what I, I just put on like shuffle on my mine's thing. good morning by Max Frost. It's a good morning shower song. What my my alarm clock ringtone or song used Ring to be back? used to be uh good life by T-Pain and Kanye West. Oh really? It's a hot track. Really? Yeah. So this is episode 54. I just had to look it up because I wasn't sure. Right. Episode We're- 54 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacey had a banger of an episode last one with two-time PBR champ of the world, Jess Lockwood. Got a lot of good feedback on that one. It was good. Feedback is in positive or negative? Like people really enjoyed people the show. People liked it? Yeah, the people yeah. liked it. Yeah. It's got a pretty good amount of downloads for being, you know, it's, it's we're pretty happy with it. James Foley. Where's it at? 
1200 so far that's so. great that's one of our best episodes one of the better ones and yeah. right off the bat like it's only been out there for like two weeks just, yeah just over so just about yeah not even two pretty weeks yet. pretty solid sweet so yeah hell of a show thanks again for those guys for being on the show thanks for recording that one this one we've got a heck of a show coming up too with uh bear lightbound and uh and uh justin keely this was really fun to the record. judge cast it was good the judge cast we actually recorded it first the second episode with Lockwood and Foley was actually a total mistake. So it was a by accident. Yeah, it just happened. Like we were, we told Foley we we're going to talk to him, and then he started talking about Lockwood, and then we just got he just got Lockwood to show up, and then bam, we had him on a podcast. Yeah, it was good. So I told Justin and Bear they got pushed back a couple weeks, <laughs> but they I'm were sure okay they won't. I'm it. sure they won't hear it either way. They were okay with it. Yeah. So, uh, man, End I haven't, year. Yeah, haven't, haven't seen you in a while. I've been on the run here for a little bit. You have been on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how would you rate since your adventure? We went to Mexico. That was good times. Hung out with Peter down there. Peter Jabrad. He was on episode number 40. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Hung out there and uh, helped out at the orphanage a couple the orphanages a couple days. Uh, drank some tequila that uh, had a snake in it, like a full rattlesnake. And then full on got food poisoning on the way to Vegas and felt like I was dying. I threw up four times in the airport and I didn't have a solid poop for like four days. Jesus. Had a real That doesn't sound like any fun. I hate no, Man, That's the worst. Storm at one point Storm was feeding me chicken nuggets on the <laughs> while I was spread eagle on the while floor on the floor. In the Phoenix airport and just hoping my life would make it through. I was like chugging Pepto Bismol and like had a bunch of Advils and I even bought a toothbrush in the airport in Mexico because I puked and I puked in my pants. Would you rather have any other pants? So I just, <laughs> you puked in your pants. I puked on my pants. Oh. Like I didn't get close enough to the toilet and I just puked on my pants a little bit. Yeah. So I like tried to clean them up but I felt so gross That's and I was gross. so bad and then I had to like poo again because I had the liquid coming out both ends. Eh? bad time. <laughs> Real bad time. Would you rather be <laughs> would you rather be really hung over for three days or have food poisoning oh hung over for sure really but like the oh, worst yeah. hangover you ever had like bad anxiety headache like you're feeling don't off. care really okay. food put man that was horrible okay that's fine i could be hung over and fly but like this one lasted like a week like i feel good now but like i didn't drink at all in vegas we didn't party like usually we would go and have a couple big nights this year didn't have any my the most i had in, in a day was like three drinks which is some a, of that's them not a bad thing yeah, it was okay. Like, I feel good today. I actually did the laundry today when I got home. Like, it was kind wow. of a weird thing to get home from Vegas and not feel like total dog garbage, shit. Garbage, yeah. Yeah, so it was okay. I feel like garbage today. You do? Yeah. Yeah, because you had a big birthday <laughs> a yesterday. Birthday. Yeah. Birthday, happy yeah. birthday, Wacy. 27 years of age. Yep. Yep. It uh, feels the same as 26, but happy but to I'm be a here. Day older. Happy to be here. And you had a big time. You went to the Yeah, I went to game. the Flames game with the buddies. And then we negotiated a limo for a couple hours for four of us, of our closest four, friends. Four of your close, <laughs> You and three of your closest friends on yeah. the limo. Yeah, and then we stopped and grabbed some beer and drove around. <laughs> uh, Did you drink all the beer? Did you leave some on the bus? I don't know. You don't know? I honestly don't know, man. Yeah, well, like, at, at one point, you told me that it was like 6 p.m. and you're already blacked out. Yeah, like we're, this was in the limo. So we're like driving around having this great time. Like, yeah. so much fun. And I look... And like... I look at my phone. This is like the peak of my of the night of like me being like still or like still there. Yeah. And look at my phone. It's like 6 p.m. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is going to be a long night. <laughs> and then I couldn't even tell you when I got home. You don't even know. No. But no. luckily you had somebody help you out. Get you back. All right. <laughs> yep. My friends, my closest friends, closest friends got you back to your house. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah. speaking of closest friends, just want everybody to know that the uh, applications for the, the bachelor 
the bachelor the second season cowboy shit uh what is what are we calling this the ba- cowboy shit the bachelor edition yeah that's what know. we called it something like that season we're, two season two uh season one auditions work, work go well for yeah. me so. auditions and applications will be uh we're gonna put a link on the website at some point for applications you're gonna have to email them to a committee we're gonna have a selection, selection committee. committee yeah we've got to put questions together uh so if you have any questions you think or if you have someone you want to want to nominate, uh, nominate. Yep. i even have a friend flying up from utah possibly so what really oh yeah man we're pulling out all the stops all the stops it's, Ooh. it's worldwide the bachelor this year is come worldwide. try and date me possibly we'll see what and we might we're thinking what we might do is is if if we don't if you like because you're gonna find love on the bachelor obviously so i did i had good luck last time yeah right <laughs> so you're gonna fall in love and then whoever loses, we're going to pick one of them and then do like a bachelorette right after that. Same day. Same day. So Just who's two the shows. bachelors? They're going to bring I don't in. know. Yeah, we haven't got that. That's far. a lot of... we have to be like, a lot of contestants. We have to like rent out like a bar for this. You think so? That's Can't cool. handle it at HQ for Super Bowl Sunday? I don't know. We probably could, but maybe Smith built again. I don't know. That'd be fun. We probably still have our beer left that we left there for <laughs> the first time. And pizza. So much pizza. It was so good, though. That could be all right, though. We could do that again, too. We'll see. It's still a long ways away. You don't have to clean up your house. The details. My house isn't too bad. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, the details are still a lot to be worked out, but we could do a pretty... Might be a bachelor weekend where we do one each day or something. I don't know. That's a big commitment. Uh, Yeah. I'd probably just go one. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else? So, NFR... What was your time. favorite thing at the NFR? Uh, my favorite thing? Well, I'm happy for Zeke to win again. That mm-hmm. was pretty unreal. What did he end up for season earnings? 347000 It's a new record, That's too, not bad I believe. At all. Good yeah. For him. Not bad, plus sponsorship, right? Like he had a pretty damn good year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Plus whatever he won at Calgary. He didn't win it, but he would have won some money there and mm-hmm. some other unsanctioned stuff. Maybe you get a bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good year for the Cowboy. It's not bad. Two time world champ. He's now one of only, I think, three Canadian Bronc riders to ever win more than one world title. Wow. Mel Highland has two, and Marty Wood has three, and then Pete Knight has four. But Pete Knight was born in the States, so I don't know if we can count him. technically call him a Canadian. So well, Zeke probably has a one or two cool. more in his future, I would say. He be, what, is he, he 25? Greatest of all time, yeah. easily. He's already in the top 10 list, which we're going to be doing at some point on the show as well, but we just haven't got to it yet. Saddle Bronc Riders. The top 10, yeah. Oh. Right? So we got to get the right guys my in there. Ex, my area of specialty, Bronc Riding. <laughs> Yeah, not me either. <laughs> That's how we got the experts though, because we'll get we'll get a few guys that that would be close to list kind of thing. We'll and we'll talk mm-hmm. to them about it. So yeah, totally. I think it'd be fun. I like it. A couple different eras, kind of like the Chad and Donnie thing. I like that a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? NFR. It was cool. Came, our Canadians did good. You guys already know about that. Uh, favorite part? I don't. I don't know. The food at the media room. Was it good? I was going to ask you. Ted Harbin made it better because he wrote an article said how crappy it was last year, and this time they stepped their game back up. They just, stepped, they just stepped it back up to what it was before. What kind of meals did you guys have? Uh, we had like some nice roast beef, some Ooh. like pork chops, some Ooh. lasagna the last night. No way. Lasagna, yeah. I love lasagna. Yeah, what else? I don't know. It was just good. It was just, just good meals, right? Like, Because that was the only place we got to have a good meal. And last year, they even didn't feed their own staff very good, which was pretty stupid on their part. So they, yeah. they cleaned it up. They cleaned it up. It was good. Did you meet some cool people? You know who didn't get who didn't clean it up was tough heat him in he was bad yeah like, real bad i watched i watched that video of sage on bruiser mm-hmm. and like that was really bad really bad yeah just he couldn't even like say anything 
Really? He was like, dip, 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 and Sage said that. Like, he just couldn't say it. Like, he could he, you could tell, like, he, really? was, he, he was thinking about what he wanted to say, but he couldn't. It wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why the hell they do that to a guy like that, though. Like, he's he's probably done pieces here and there, but, like, that's kind of a big deal to just huck a guy into. Mm-hmm, totally. Seems. And you can't fault tough for it either. Like, no, if they ask him to do it, I want to do it if they ask me to, right? Like, mm-hmm, totally. hell yeah. His job, probably, his sweet job. Right? It probably pays okay. Like, shit, yeah. I'd, you know. Mm-hmm. But like they could probably use to actually have somebody with some broadcasting background mm-hmm. or at that higher level or maybe teach them more ahead of time. I don't know. But it just was a bad bad call, I'm going to say, and it didn't uh, did not work out. Mm-hmm. So I don't I wouldn't expect him to be back again next year, but we'll see. Who would fi- ideally fill that role in your eyes? I was thinking uh, it'd be probably like Kobe Yates because Kobe's done so much with the PBR lately and the broadcasting side of things. He does a really good job. He does, he, a great, not he does be, a great job. He might not be a world champion, like tough in both sides of things, but he knows his shit and he's been to the NFR. He's, you know, one rounds there. One of the things I saw actually was he was like 95 there. One, Yeah, one, he made, like, he's made some good rides. Yeah, and had, you know, unlike McBride, um, Colby has been to the NFR. He's got a, you know, has a rodeo family. I think he'd be more so a guy that would fit that bill but, better. And then so Timer, timer, is he out of the picture? I don't think he wants it. I think I, somebody asked me about that or yeah, it was Keenan. And I was like, I don't, does he really want the job? Does he care to even go? Yeah. I don't you know, Colby is on the PBR side. So then maybe they wouldn't want to go that way. But I think I would say he'd be a front runner for that job with somebody that actually does it every week. Right. Like, you know, Tuff's probably never done TV at that level ever. No, no. And Colby yeah, no. at least does ride, you know, he does ride pass every week and does, he does a great job, does a great job. Right. Yeah. So you'd want to get, and you're not going to get McBride for that because it's, he's not the right fit, but I think Yates would be the right fit. So I think if that would be the way to go. Colby, yeah. We're pulling for you. We're pulling for you, Colby. But you were I also, I also saw you were a guest on Matt West podcast. Yeah, that's How right. How was that? Yeah, we had fun. We, we recorded it in uh, Brandon Bates's booth, real cloth, going south another sweet vest down there. How many vests do you own? A couple, like five. How many, do you, but how many vests do you need? Cause there's a couple I'm going to just limit start, does not exist. Right. So there's one vest that I've, I've already chosen to give to the goodwill or give away. So which one, the one from the MFR, the motherfucker rodeo. <laughs> Why? Cause Let's I don't it. want it. It's, it doesn't, I don't like the pockets are small. The, the pockets are small. It's got a kind of a weird cut. It's longer. I don't okay. know. I right. just, I don't want to, I don't want That's that fair. one. So I'm going to, you know, got to make space for new stuff. You got to like donate the MFR vest. So I had pur- a good run. I purged a bunch of my jeans. You did? Ago. Yeah, brought them to Goodwill. All the ones that I gave you? No, just once I don't wake all the jeans I didn't wear anymore. <laughs> Do you need some more jeans? I got some in the closet. I don't need any jeans. Uh, you so know who jeans. I got to meet? I got to visit with uh, Justin Rumford from Rump Chat. How was that? Hambone. We had a good visit. I'm going to send, we're going to send him a t-shirt here soon. We, I, you know who else I got to meet? Jake Moberg on the truck. The Big fan of the show, friend of the show. Got to meet him, had a visit. He he was telling me, he said, uh, he was he was telling me a story about talking to Flint. He's like telling Flint, if there's anybody that I can meet this week at the NFR, I want to meet Ted. I thought it was like kind of neat to have That's a pretty fan. pretty cool. Someone might meet you. Yeah. Least, we have one fan at their waist. One, one true fan. Yeah, I thought that was pretty no, cool. No, that's a lie. We have two fans. Who's the other fan? There's some girl in Saskatoon what? at the bar was like, she came up to me and she's like, are you wasting? I'm like, yeah. And she was like a posy shirt. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I love your guys' podcast. I listen to every episode. And so she took a really? picture with me. I was really? like, no idea who this person was. But she didn't come and talk to me. Just a big fan of Wacy. More approachable. Maybe she wants to be on the Bachelor episode. Oh, baby. <laughs> 
we'll see. See if they if she applies. <laughs> She's listening. She probably will. So yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, are open. It's gonna be a pretty hard uh, competition to like. So as the selection the committee, then are you gonna narrow it down to a certain few? Or yeah, we gotta just... go four. The short rounds four. Okay. If you make the short round, you make the show. Might be some pre-show. We should in the pre in the shows before. We might have to do some like pre-screening. I can't be part of this process though. Oh yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, you need to have like yeah, Storm and then like the rest of the boys. So like Preston, yeah, uh, Dustin, Dustin, and are you gonna? Pro- I don't know who we're gonna Foley. Do yet. Yeah, Foley said he was coming down, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Man, we really trailed off on this one. We better wrap it up here. What <laughs> else we got? Uh, we'll talk about uh, well, uh, Aaron Mercer won the BFO. That was neat. That's huge. Um, our podcast of the year. What do you think your best show is? I think it was probably the last one. Probably the the Lockwood yeah. Foley. Yeah, we we're gonna that was so much fun, man. That was awesome. I yeah. laughed. We're gonna do that much. We're gonna do more of these shows in person now. We've decided. I bought we, a new piece so we can travel with it early, easy now. Oh, too. sweet. Well, it's even it's like a big mixer. You hear like on the other podcasts I listen to, like they all really emphasize on doing the in person interview stuff. Too. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah, so yeah. we got to do that, and then next we're gonna do NFR casts. Thinking then we'll probably should do some stuff at the CFR too. We'll just crank it up a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then what else? We can make make partner with like a bar or something there. Yeah, or maybe we do it with the like with around the hot stove. Maybe it's like the hot stove's one part, and then we do a podcast after. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. See what we do. But uh, this is episode number fifty four of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy, the Judge Cast with Bear Lightbound and Mister Justin Keeley. Picked the wrong song. Fuck. You picked the wrong song. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> what is oh, it? The Law and Order song. I don't know. It's on the T. I can't have my glasses on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Oh, okay, what a bonehead move by me. And take two. <laughs> this is the Judge Cast with Bear Lightbound and Justin Keeley. <laughs> Cowboy shit, Ted and Wacey. We're doing another. Uh, we're on the live episode train. Hey, Wace, coming to oh you live God. from uh, from this is Mulligan's Lounge at the Ramada in Saskatoon. PBR sure, Canadian lovely, Finals. Lovely establishment here. Hey, what a you, you know the food here is actually un, like sneaky good. Really, I had a chicken Caesar wrap yesterday and it was outstanding. You liked it, eh? I'm a big chicken Caesar wrap guy. And I mean, it's pretty slick to be able to just hang out and do a podcast on a Saturday after Saturday morning. And like we got these pub. big nice couches, yeah. we got a full setup. Brought the extension cord in. You've got a beer and OJ on the go here. Starting the day. It's off nice right. to be a shoot like a shoot gate opener because you don't have to like you're not like you're in serious danger at times. Okay, you're like whoa. your hands might whoa, be. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is this not, like it's not mine. You're allowed work. to have a drink. We got to take the edge off somehow. It's like pretty you're ner- kind of you've been in the, you've been in the danger zone before. You know it's like it's a little bit nerve wracking. Well, the last time I was in the danger zone opening shoot gates, I burnt the shit out of my hand at Calgary. Because I was so that was, like one, that, was one the wor- that was one of the worst in- injuries of the week at Calgary. It was like, did you see my? Hand? You saw my hand. Oh yeah. I did you guys it. see my hand? I seen it. It was. I had, was to come, I, had to come, I had to come in in relief. I was like the the like healthy scratch. You were the alternate <laughs> shoot gate guy because I am the only person in the history <laughs> of Calgary to get mucked out. <laughs> I 
did you have to fill out an injury for a UBI, I, an incident report? <laughs> I did. I didn't have to fill it out. I just had to sign it with my other hand because <laughs> my first one was so fucked. Well, I wasn't well, chirping. So before we get, he brought it up, I wasn't chirping. Before we get going too far, we better t- introduce our guest. So uh, we're here though with uh, Mr. Bear Lightbound, one of our PBR Canada Finals judges. He's he was making a few comments to Wacey, but you couldn't hear him. He didn't have a microphone. But here, Mr. Bear Lightbound, hi thanks guys, for being here today. Yeah, I was telling Wacey you better touch uh, some wood because talking all about this wrecked out being a gate guy. Ted brought up being brought up being wrecked out. I was telling saying how it's actually a difficult job. All better safe than sorry. So line. I'd be knocking. I was on defending wood for my sure. position where Ted said it was like, "Oh, it's mindless. A fucking monkey could do it." I didn't. I didn't say it like that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like that like our judges can't have a beer. Like you're kind of like taunting them right now with your beer and OJ. And like I kind of have to do a serious job. I can't like I'm, I shouldn't be drinking either. I don't think. Like, I, could you if you you <laughs> BBJ me and Jen Vold got after the first perf. <laughs> It was pretty good. And, and just got right after it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, maybe I could, but it's the last day of the year, the Boston in town. Like, probably, probably shouldn't, I'm thinking. Like, just, I don't know. What do you think? Our, our, other, our other guest today, Mr. Justin Keeley, this is, uh, have you judged every single PBR Canada Finals? Is that right? Yeah, I have, uh, Ted. It's been, uh, seems like 100 years ago, but I've been here it's for a, every one of them. It's my, only been 14. Yeah. He is a grandpa. I did all the other Canadian He, he is a grandpa. He's a grandpa? Yeah. I am a grandfather, old. yes. Really? Yes. Yes, you start young, you become a grandfather young. I guess. What what age but, are you then to be a grandpa? Uh, I'm 43. I was a grandpa when I was 42. Holy just a smokes. young buck. But uh, yeah, to get him back though to your your drinking for sure. Um, Wacey's the only one allowed. Believe me, I've seen the odd judge do it. <laughs> they no longer have jobs. So. <laughs> Not these two judges. No, we're no you guys aren't allowed. Well, yeah. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible man that we're doing that. So they get... That's actually a rule, though. People might not actually know that. That's actually kind of probably a good thing to say. But like, you like you guys are in a professional position. You actually can't be drinking. No, no, we uh, don't. Don't get us wrong. Like at night, we periodically go to a lounge or something. But yeah, um, after the event. But no, like we're we're not to be associating with the riders and whatnot during yeah. the event. Of course, there's lots of some guys we know and and are friends with, but. Well, the event's on over the weekend. You, yeah, you stay out of the bars. Yeah, at least we do, and the guys that don't probably don't have jobs. Yeah, but it's but it's part of the competition where we got to keep things at a certain level because if you're in there screwing around, it just it kind of makes it like I don't I don't want to offend anyone here, but it kind of makes it amateur if that's what's going yeah. on. Like it's not a professional sport. Very amateur, and and like yeah, I mean don't don't get us wrong. Of course, we'd like to have a beer after the event with the guys but it's a professionalism that you gotta uphold when when you take on the job and and like it's just it looks bad for everyone when it does happen yeah so i'm not drinking just wacy the shoot guy so i mean (laughs) off my ass man jesus (laughs) i'm not i'm just i'm actually kind of jealous because i would love to have a beer right now but like i i shouldn't and like we had a pretty large time at the at the posi foundation deal on thursday like that's two days ago. Yeah, but I'm still feeling a little tired. But yeah, Justin's feeling a little sore from still that, Still from too. Thursday? Well, you know, that was a good event, and, and the sad thing is I got over it. Young Bear Light Brown, like, whined. <laughs> well, I actually thought I was going to have to take him to sports medicine yesterday. Really? It was a little bit embarrassing to be well, his friend at that point. How many uh, How many Advils did you take? That bottle seems a lot lighter. Uh, I only took two. two, but I should have took four. You probably stole a handful. <laughs> I told him to take a couple extras because you might need them for, for the rest of the weekend. You never know. 
Yeah, I should have. I should have listened to you. Oh man! But Wacy does do good work when he's having to do any activity, drinking. Like we went to a hockey tournament uh-huh. last year, and this is that was like the first time that I actually really like hung out with Wace. And this man, he can do it. He can. You should see this man strap on the skates after about thirty-eight Bud Lights and a, torn, and a two-six of paralyzer. Yeah. Mix. Oh, paralyzer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what did us. <laughs> That was that was the Invermere tournament, and then like that, you guys, you came in to come along with us. That was a really fun time. Yeah, that was a fun time. And I definitely have to come back again. Wait, I so was the oldest guy on the team, which <laughs> that was. It, it, I was like the I was like the Justin Keeley of the team. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't, but so, but then Wacy was the captain, and then what? What was the? What was your thing that weekend? You were like lemony snicketed or something like yeah, lemony snickets. Is Le- this my alter ego for the weekend? <laughs> you were a lot of things that weekend. <laughs> Wacy also was fun. Wacy also introduced the entire team. Starting lineup. Got to do the starting lineup for each game. Get the boys going. Next, I'm gonna get some smelling salts for the next for next year. <laughs> so boys are feeling a little low after a night. What's the bar called there? Ah, oh, what's it called? Uler. At the Uler bar. Get some salts going in the morning. <laughs> I'm very impressed that you remembered that because I had <laughs> yeah. no idea what it was called. That was, I didn't remember it either. That was quite the time. We spent, like three nights. we spent three nights in there. So, yeah, I wanna I wanna talk about um from that weekend. There's a video surfaced by Bear of me, like as me dancing by myself on the dance floor. But I just want to talk about like, like what was going through your mind or you, like your like the other perspective because I was having a great time, obviously. Well, yeah, like I'm like I said, I was the oldest guy on the team, and and Ted, I think that day was being responsible, didn't you? And was that the night you didn't come? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie and I stayed back in the yeah, hot tub yeah. and just hang out and just had a little heart to heart. Right. You know? So I go to the like those are the only three guys I knew on the team was Dustin Edwards, Ted and, and Wacy. And we, we go to the bar and Ted and, uh, Eddie stayed at back. And, and so I go with Wacy and all these college kids that I don't even know. And so I'm being responsible cause I was old and standing at the bar. And all of a sudden Wacy is in the middle of the dance floor with a beer bottle on the ground in front of him. I saw I'm, this happen Friday too. This was a two night affair. Yeah, this was I, not just one night I, only. I, but it was the best because he was out there by himself. And I, maybe we can get it on like the on your website, Ted, and we'll let everybody. A, there's still a video. We might be able to release. Oh it. man, it was good watching for the people. Yeah, that was one. That's a good moment. It's it's like usually what I like to do with the beer bottle is like you get it when there's a lot of people on the dance floor. You put it in the middle and you kind of like treat it like a fire and then you jump over it and like people. It's just how you like. That's what you're doing, I, like, I guess. Honestly, but. like I think between that and belt limbo, that's how you're gonna get world peace. <laughs> <laughs> like Keely, you you were probably lucky back when you were doing stupid shit like that. There was no cell phones. That, uh, you, that you know, it's funny. It's funny to say that. I I thank God every day there was no cell phones. Oh, yeah. And, and a funny story. My first cell phone I ever won. I was 14 Wait, years old. Wait, you want a cell phone? Yeah, you... TELUS got involved in high school rodeo for some weird really? reason. And well, because the youth, you just, yeah, and, you and just indoctrinate the youth. But I was in grade nine, like, what are you, 14? Was it then? a bag phone it for was a truck? A, exactly. Really? It was? Yes. It, like, oh it looked God. like I was a Vietnam vet. It was a bag phone, and I'm like, what am I doing with this? I need to plug it into a truck. That is I, awesome. so I don't know I gave it to truck. My I'm mom. 14. I don't even have a truck yet. <laughs> my mom and dad, and them bad boys worked. It was just like you were a, like a veteran in, in Vietnam calling for a chop. <laughs> you know, it was sweet. You had the backpack what? for it. And this was only in like early 2000s. Oh, no, I wasn't 14 Late. in early 2000s. Well, no, but it, it was, was like, it early, was like mid-90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. 90s. Yeah. yeah. And Dang. Yeah, I remember it. And I was so proud to 
win a bag phone. Like, win a what's, bag what's phone? wrong with a buckle? Buckle would have been nice. A bag phone, but hey, but you know, but tell us, doesn't did the bag phone have like a plaque of like Pinoca High School Radio? <laughs> no, it, it didn't. It's it's like, 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 like here. Like, like it looked like a. It looked like your mom's bad velvet like vinyl purse <laughs> and had a zipper like so you could close it, it and carry it at a handle did it come like with a number like new number yeah. and like a plan oh yeah not really just did. like a hand tool john like... and donna like my mom and dad they they had that sucker forever Do it's better service it? than my iphone no i i didn't keep oh. it you didn't i would keep like it, it actually. it's probably still in an old truck somewhere probably i'll have to check the ranch <laughs> oh, i remember my dad had one of those that was like the coolest thing because it like hung up and you like clicked it back oh yeah it was like a like, real phone it was pretty slick yeah, yeah. they were badass <laughs> But yeah, I didn't take any videos of that bad boy. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Justin was so excited when he got his first cell phone that he could receive a picture on. <laughs> when, and when was this? Oh, What was the first picture you remember receiving? Oh. Like the People started sending nudes. Is that the it was probably a dick pic from like Ty Street or something. <laughs> like Who knows? It was, uh, it was when we worked at the auction market. Holy <laughs> shit, Keely. Does your phone do this? <laughs> We uh, we got phones, Ty Streeter, and well, there was like half the era's bull riders of the early years used to work for us at the Highwood Auction Market. Yeah, and I, there'd be people probably being a lot of shit if I talked about what went down in those days. But <laughs> we were, yeah, a bunch of rednecks that all got cell phones. are pretty cool dudes, so... Yeah, It'd be like so, a reality TV TV show, Rednecks with Cell Phones. Oh, you know what? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of a reality TV show, when I moved out of Highwood, Ty Strader moved into the trailer, right? There's a trailer there. And everybody here knows Ty, but that, a few years later, I missed my calling. I could have been retired by now because I should have been the original reality TV show because you had Ty and Fink Miner and, oh, Logan Leesk. There was a bunch of those dudes. That, that Pretty fun edge. guys to be around. Oh, yeah. And, like, the one day I pull into the yard there and we had Krells <laughs> and stuff, and we have these horses that we use at the auction market. Yeah. Well, they'd been watching The Knight's Tale. Right, and so they just got this great idea that they're like, "Oh, we need to, uh, need we to need joust. to joust." Well, and they were being safe. Don't get me wrong; like they yeah, took I corn brooms and they taped pillows to the end of the corn brooms <laughs> to minimize the impact. And as I'm driving, and Jason Fink, Minor Logan Leesker are looking badass. Like they don't have any armor, but they're running aggressively at each other. And Logan had been getting beat a few times. And from Jason, which was really confusing to Logan because Jason's quite a bit littler. So Lo got up kind of on the horse at a full run, but you're riding bareback, so there's no sound. <laughs> and Jason hit him right in the throat, oh and he lands god. right on the back of his head. It was it was <laughs> oh god, knocks him cool well, out probably for a moment. And like not one of us laughed till he took a gasping breath. <laughs> oh, it was kill the guy. There's no concussion like, protocol. Ty Streeter <laughs> is the funnest human being you can ever oh be around. My god. And like oh yeah, it was terrible. None of us made any money because we drank all every night of the week and <laughs> it was good times though were you, were you with ty when he sent himself down the escalator in vegas i i didn't get to vegas that year <laughs> but i've been a part of a lot of those deals <laughs> with ty Streeter. wildest video i've ever seen that's where old stuntman hank comes from the bull <laughs> <laughs> stuntman hank has turned out to be a pretty good bull too oh for sure and they got them guys got lots of good bulls but i just really that bull just makes me laugh every time an announcer says his name just because that's all i could <laughs> not only that like the best part of that whole deal was Ian McKay's, you know, and Ian and Ty, when they get going, oh my God, They'll it's get entertaining. Yeah. Well, and Ian's like, Ty tells the security guard this, and so he actually just holds them up till everybody's clear. Like, <laughs> I thought they'd try and stop him, and, but yeah, needless to say, as we all seen the video, it was just a beauty. They promote that stuff in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was oh great. Oh my gosh. So what, 
Is that that's got to be the premier story from Vegas though? Like that. Is there anything that even tops that that we can uh, say on the podcast? Almost every one of them would be Ty Streeter involved. <laughs> another one, uh, another one. My little brother Brad went down there with him, and a bunch of those guys from Stavely, Asklin, and a bunch of them. And uh, I can't remember. I think it was Mandalay Bay or something. They walked into and they're mopping the floor. You know, a nice wet floor. Oh signs. yeah, this one's bad. <laughs> Ty just it's like watch this guy just walks in and intentionally puts his feet out from under, lands right on his back. Like he probably could have sued him for, but it was just a joke. Like Ty will put his own personal health on the line for people's happiness. And that's a good friend right there. I feel well, the, the, the best early life story of Ty Streeter and, and crew, you remember the old plastic box liners like that used to be in the back of a truck. You young guys probably don't, but you do. Yeah. (laughs) So they had one around the ranch. And if you've ever been to the T over V, which is Streeter's ranch, it's an actually old Buffalo jump right above their house. Yeah. This is a steep bitch. They rode the toboggans down that. It was a, it was this box liner. Well, the (laughs) first, (laughs) the first time, (laughs) the first time they, they, uh, skin her down the old hill and it didn't go as you know, sometimes that first fluffy snow doesn't go very good. So, you know, and being true competitors, they dragged that bad boy to the top again. And it goes like, you know, like old fucking Christmas vacation. It's like a blazing <laughs> dart down there. There's four of them. I think one of them had an awesome old motorbike helmet on, but there was Lon and I think McKay was there and a guy named Pete. Well, they start shooting out of there like there's bombs under them. And there's, you got to remember, it's an old buffalo jump, so there's some quite ragged limestone. <laughs> Jolene oh, no. Ty's sister gets to tie. He's knocked out like his scalp. Is like open right up. Oh, it knocked no. all of them out. Every one of them was knocked. <laughs> oh no! Out. Oh yeah. So that was the beginning of like it's of, literally they wrote a, a box liner down a thing they used to kill fucking buffalo. Yeah, kill eighteen hundred pound. But knowing Ty, like he'd probably give it a go tomorrow. If oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he'd, he'd get a seatbelt and tie himself in this. Yeah, time. no. But Ty's a solid guy, and I yeah. Oh, if God. you can't have fun with Ty Streeter, you probably should just quit going out somewhere. Jesus. <laughs> Let's talk some judging stories, though. We're on this this train, and Bear, you said you had a couple you wanted to share. There's one about, uh, there was one at, a, what was it, the Coleman Rodeo one time? Yeah, or? yeah. Like Let's I, start with that. Well, I kind of got into judging, like, right around this time. Um, I ref some hockey, so uh, Keno Vine was, was running the CPRA at the time, and he was just wanting me to become a judge, so I signed on for it, and it was actually my first rodeo that... Uh, that I ever ever did. ever did, and and you know everybody that you probably listening to this knows uh, when you're a competitor um, and going to a Kessler rodeo, you know don't put exp- your foot on the back of those. Yeah, stock. especially if you're like a, a first time um, competitor, you, you're scared shitless. Well, it's They're- like I remember my first one. It was in Lethbridge at this at this uh, bull riding one time. They brought a bunch of bulls, like it was calves, right in in August in Lethbridge, and I was just terrified. Like I did oh, not yeah. want to. I was just so scared. Yeah, they, they like all the, these r- unwritten rules that like I didn't know about. Like, there's no like handbook like how to ride it at Kessler Rodeo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There needs to be. Uh, yeah, there should be. Maybe that should be an article. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little easy educational videos on how to like carry yourself at a Kessler Rodeo. Yeah, yeah. So like when so I'd been through that as as a, a young bull rider and and I've. I've got cussed by Greg and Dwayne many times as a rider. I even got cussed as a writer. <laughs> well, that's awesome. But I, uh, as so I'm going into my first pro rodeo as a judge. Um, and, you know, going in, I'm thinking I'm going to change the world and be a badass <laughs> judge. And you've done a very good job at that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but I'm terrified, to be honest. Like, nervous is all hell. And, um, 
we're going through and, and we had a, a little bit of a, a bad night and so, some, I didn't know this at the time, but I found out after, but we get to the bull riding anyways. And, and, uh, and it's a bull riding or rodeo. It's a row. It's a pro yeah, rodeo. Coleman so pro rodeo. Okay. like, I, yeah, I'm putting on barriers for the first time in my life. So, and <laughs> there's like no, that, and there's, cause that there's no judging t- school one on one either. Well, there? there is, but you, you know, you don't really get the hang of it until you actually do it and screw up a couple of times. And yeah, them timed event guys are like, they're Ruthless, all over you right? all the time, and yeah, <laughs> they uh, they know their rules better than most judges, so they'll challenge you on everything. And so we get through all that, and finally get to the bull riding where I feel finally feel comfortable. And uh, <laughs> we're going along, and there's like there's a lot of riders that day, like fifteen guys up, and we're about halfway through the bull riding, and uh, a bull get, hurts himself, and and the bull sucked anyways. I would have given him a ride anyways, but. He, I give him a re-ride, and, and Dwayne is mad. Um, yeah. And, in, you know, if you've ever been to the Coleman Rodeo, the, it's in that arena, and it's tight and, and very echoey. And, um, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I can I, see where this is going. I, I, give, I give a re-ride, and, and uh, Dwayne, Dwayne's yelling already, and I, I'm standing the, out in the arena, and this is because before we judge from the back. But I'm standing out in the arena, and... and Dwayne's actually he comes over the back of the shoots and like into the arena into the arena and the bull's still there because it's hurt and trying to get him out and stuff and he walks over to my partner who's a very large man intimidating himself if you don't if you didn't know who he was and uh, he uh, he just I I obviously didn't hear what the conversation was. Across but the I'll, arena. Yeah, I just see my partner pointing directly over to me. <laughs> oh, Dwayne uh, wasn't yelling yet. <laughs> and oh, no. Dwayne turned and looked at me, and he was coming over to me. And this is like, did it, you it, shit your pants right it, at that well, moment? I, yeah, I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I got to act professional because I'm a professional rodeo judge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he started cussing me that he didn't think it was a re-ride and, and this and that. And I kept what was like, the score? Like, what do you what do you get for a score? Like, well, it, he probably got like a twenty. Like the bull would run around in a circle, <laughs> and that was and not the bull broke his leg off. So it, like he he was getting a re-ride no matter what. Oh. That's the way the rule reads. But crap. He uh, so he's mad at me and uh, whatever. I kept my cool and I didn't say anything. I told him to leave the arena because he he was making a scene and and I with a bull being injured, you know, you could hear a pin drop in there. Yeah. And it was, yeah, he was pretty fired up. So I kept my cool. And and then, uh, I believe it was Todd actually was the next bull rider out. And he just rode a nice little black bull, just spun right in the latch. And he was like 81 points or whatever. And Mm -hmm. this is kind of where the story turns because Dwayne starts yelling off the back of the shoots after Todd stays on. He's asking me if that's a fucking re-ride too. (laughs) And I mean, uh, he's said it probably about 15 times and I, again, you could hear everyone in the building can hear it. And I was getting madder and madder. And I, as a hockey ref, I would never let a kid or a coach, you know, kind of show you up like that. So I finally had enough and I, I walked up to the shoot. Yeah, this is dirt. Like we're going to the next rider at my first pro rodeo. Oh dear. Uh, still a little scared because Dwayne's pretty intimidating guy. Oh, definitely. And, uh, so I finally went up and said my piece. Well, Dwayne totally took it the wrong way. I said we would talk after, and, and he thought right. He, he, right now, right he right no, now. he thought like, oh, we're gonna go outside and talk about it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I I just said we'll talk after, 
And no, he was like, we're going to throw down. So I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to be <laughs> the first man ever to judge his first pro rodeo and get and beat get up fight by before the, first the contractor. Over. Yeah. So I was a little nervous that, there. Like back in the day, it probably happened before though, really. Like, well, yeah, back, that's, yeah. It's probably like, the reason for the Wrangler judging system in the PRC was exactly that. Because of fighting with contractors? <laughs> People getting their asses. <laughs> yeah. <after rodeo. laughs> which, which in my background as a hockey and official, like, that shit don't happen ever, right? Like in yeah, the hockey world. Yeah, it probably used to. Yeah, but, probably but like nowadays, you know, like dope. we have enough support as hockey refs and stuff like that, that that, that shit just don't happen. Yeah. But in the rodeo world, like, you know, if you Still told me. Still almost happens. It, yeah, if you told me tomorrow that somebody punched, you know, one of us or whatever, yeah, that, you know, it, it could happen. Yeah. I got, I almost got choked out last year. <laughs> as a sound Over video, guy. over video <laughs> stuff. That I don't even do. And I was like, oh, fuck, well, that's new. Yeah. So after, after the perf, uh, in Coleman that night, um, I was fired up. I was I was mad at that. So so point. It, it the situation diffused. Not really. No, every. But the, you just walked there away. Was, like we got to get this. There was probably over. eight bull riders left, and do, you know Dwayne when he gets grumpy at somebody, he just stares a hole through you. Oh, I'm standing right in the middle of the arena, soul. and he is he's mad at me, and uh, he uh, <laughs> after after the perf, I went over and grabbed the judges' cards, and I was walking to to the office um, to see. Dwayne's mom <laughs> yeah. to give her the cards yeah. and uh, um, he he met me in, in the Zamboni room in Coleman and I don't know if you guys you've got I haven't been, been there, there. Yet, oh actually. you haven't okay. I haven't been in that rodeo there, have there's, you been there once yeah, yeah there's just a little room that you kind of got to walk through to get to the hallway just like oh hockey rink and uh, he he met me in there and he was hot so we kind of had words or whatever <laughs> he he looked like he was going to be going to punch me. And I thought, holy shit, I'm going to get beat up. by doing and, and nobody else is around to see it happen. Like, are you just by yourself? No, like there was you? some guys going through and I actually think oh, it was okay. Shifter maybe that like kind of like stepped in be- be- between us and kind of like broke us up. But really? that was my ex- ex- first experience as being a, a pro official. So you um, still got a, a thorough cussing, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it went and back and forth. Room. And then, and the next day, um, uh, Dwayne, wanted to talk to me so we went off and he was saddling his pickup horses we we had a very good talk and he explained it from his point of view of of why he was so fired up there was some bad like there was some bad luck in the bareback riding and and there was a good bronc that stalled so we had to give like stalled long enough so we had to give a re-ride things like that so he after he explained it to me because at the end of it i thought Dwayne, you're being an asshole kind of thing and i was mad at him Mm -hmm. and uh but i wasn't i wasn't going to you know, back down from him because you yeah. know, on your first one, if you let him walk all over you the first time, yeah, you're just gonna, gonna do it again. Be so, be but better. we did, we did have a very good chat uh, the next day, and and we buried the hatchet. And to this day, we're still we're good about it. But uh, well, yeah. for him, he'd be upset with his bull. Like that's a that's probably a yeah for sure that's worth a yeah. ton. So the, yeah, the way down, he explained it, too. the way he explained it, you know, all these things add up. And at the time, you, uh, you know, I wasn't. I didn't know that was all like going he's through thinking his about mind. The production, trying to have run a good yep, show, for and sure. it's going to add yeah. more time. Like, yeah. So he just it, it got to his boiling point, and and uh, <laughs> he Top snapped, and and I was the victim of it. But that just made me stronger. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so Justin, we were talking before, and you said that that uh, you have a whole saga with uh, with a certain former bull rider. 
Oh yeah, we we won't say his name. I think they call him TNT though, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and and you know what, Tyler's a very good friend of mine, has been for a long time. But uh, that, that's the thing, like you're friends with Dwayne. Like we yeah. can talk about this because like we're oh actually, yeah. yeah yeah, it's, it's a working relationship. Well, people and, get fired, and up they were all they like, were all public uh, public arguments, really. But yeah, ours mine started way back in what was the first one, the PCB. Was a PCB? It was like CB, CB yeah, and then yeah. CMBR, CBR, I think CPB, prior to yeah. the PBR coming to Canada. Was Lil Johnson and I were um, were actually judging in uh, Three Hills, I think. Yeah, Three Hills. And my son, who's now like 21, 22 years old, was just a little duffer. And I was single dad, then I always had my kids. And tied boat up to Lil, and being as bullheaded as I always am, I stepped in the middle of it. And it was the first of very many. Um, but the one thing it went on and, and of course I probably wasn't as professional as I should have been at the time. And I learned from that one quite a bit, but it was over a rewrite or something. I think Tyler actually had like four rewrides that night and it just, he bowed up and I bowed up and, and they carried right on the best. And the last one we ever had was actually the ranchman's one year. And I don't know if you remember that one. It was, uh, it was, I think it was over a slap or something. I don't remember the particulars, but uh, speaking of uh, having intimidation, Ty Thompson has a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <definitely. laughs> I think every guy that's ever judged yeah. Tyler has Thompson had a talk to has, yeah. has. And you know what, Ty and me, factor. yeah, we talk periodically, and, and Ty was, you know, he's one of our nation's best bull riders. And the one thing I, I always liked about that was I... Uh, I appreciated his will to win and, and his competition level. I wish we'd see a little more of that. Nowadays, the rules are different. I'd fine his ass a lot more than we ever did, right? And not that he, I never did And the rules him. weren't there. But well, they weren't. You know what? I, I always liked it, and, and we were friends when we got done. It, we agreed to disagree, and what well, you know, he knows now that I'm right anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, it's a different deal now, and that's why, you know, I've had some go-rounds. You always have some heated... You know the 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 play level of intensity is different, right? But um, yeah, me and Ty had lots of words over my twenty years of doing this game for sure. I've found that like when you when I first started judging, I mean Justin's so old, right? We said that he he's been judging for such a long time. <laughs> I'm literally only like ten years older than you, right? Right. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, you know, like I found from coming from the hockey side. Um, when you, as a judge, um, when you did bark back, it almost caught them guys off guard because there's a lot of guys out there that, that they'll take a cussing and they just won't say a word. Like as a rodeo <laughs> judge, they'll just be quiet and, and like, well, Keely, definitely, if you're going to bark, he's going to bark louder. And I found that, that you really like, especially the timed event guys, like a couple incidents where, you know, they, they think you're wrong. Like, well, like bulldoggers, for instance, there's, and they're 20, big and intimidating too. Yeah, and there's 25 of them on the back of the shoots, and they're screaming at you that somebody didn't break out or whatnot. But it, I, I found in the rodeo world that if you stand up to them and and state your case, and you know if you're right, um, even if you're not right, you know if you you stand up and say, "Hey, I'm the judge," like then them guys respect you a heck of a lot more. What's uh? Sorry, Justin, you no, had something? No, go ahead. What uh? What's the best? chirp you've had like what's been the best interaction hockey wise or can you even get can you even say that well there's so many every <laughs> night really to be honest like yeah um the, the the where i'm at now you know in the western league and stuff uh you, you don't really get many 
like straight up insults anymore like that. Like that league's pretty professional and um, the coaches are all, all you know, most of them have coached uh, in the NHL or darn sure played in it. So they're real professional. Um, it's in the hockey. Yeah. There's every night that there's some, some kid, you know, telling you get the fuck out of the way or something like that. Like, <laughs> but you know, you just got to roll with it. And, um, but yeah, there's, there is quite a few. Justin, are we, uh, we've already got half an hour down here. We can probably keep, keep rolling for quite a bit, but I want to talk about your brother, Glenn and his legacy with the, and we, you know, I made that list to the, the greatest guys ever from Canada. And he, he would have been a guy that, should be on the list, but didn't get to have a full career to be able to to have those those numbers and kind of things. Like I'd love to be able to put him on there somehow, but I but just with the way I did it, did it, it didn't work. But like he's he's one of the most most uh, he's, he was one of the best ever from Canada and was and was your uh, your old brother too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Glenn died uh, four days past his thirtieth birthday down there in Albuquerque and. You know, I, I've I seen the list, and, and I agree with the list. And Glenn, yeah, he, he got cut short, but uh, it's one of them deals. Glenn was like what I feel that a lot of our elite athletes, I don't care if it's rodeo or just straight-up bull riding or hockey, he went there every day to win, right? And, and well, let's be honest, we see it every day as judges is what, what you guys do. There's lots of guys that don't go there every day to win. There's guys well, that look at the ground, and I can honestly say and. 20 years or 10, 12 years of watching my brother Glenn at an elite level, I never seen him look at the ground, you know, and, and he was, to me, he rode at a high level. He, uh, you guys didn't, wouldn't have got to know Glenn. Glenn was a very intense man for five minutes after an event, right? Really? Like, Oh yeah, like Glenn didn't like losing at all. Like I'd probably oh. find his ass now for some of the tantrums. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Like but, just throwing stuff? Or like uh, kicking yeah, stuff he usually or would try pressing? and get private. Yeah, like you left him alone. Like as even as his brother, he didn't go over by by him too oh, much. Wow. But um, that's because he was there to win. And, and the thing is, I like I watch these. There's lots of these kids right now that I f- I truly do feel as as a generation, we're in a very elite level of top end bull riders in the world. You know, like whether you watch the world finals or not, it's there's some amazing athletes right now. But I think there's just some of them, the middle of the road guys that need to get the intensity up, right? And that's one thing my brother Glenn, anybody will tell you, that guy never went half-assed. It was always 120%. You know, like I don't know how he could spur them creatures like he did. And, and you know what? It cost him some money, right? It, he got thrown off some bowls that would switch it up or whatever when he was clubbing it out of them. But yeah, Glenn was Glenn was a neat guy, and Glenn, you know, when you go to funerals and they say, "Oh, oh, we all all the good die young," that was truly one guy that was one of the good guys. I personally, I pissed a lot of people off in my life. I'm not the same type of guy as Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but Glenn was a good guy. He was the interesting thing I found when he when he passed away was PBR had you could send in on their website and they gave us all of the comments. Really? It actually crashed the PBR website way back when. And this is this is in two thousand, right? So the technology in the technology's not um what it is now, but we had people that like he picked up hitchhikers in Florida. Really? That made a point of getting on that website and and Glenn was a guy that give you his last dollar, right? Like he he wasn't he wasn't a materialistic guy. He wanted to be a world champion. He never got to that point. You know, he was an eighteen-year-old Canadian champion, but and he was—he wasn't he fourth or fifth in the world when he died. Yeah, he was in. It was different point structure right now, but he had a big year. He—he kind of got over the mental bullshit of, of you know, because it is a mental game, bull ride, and 
and he had lots of early on uh, um, success. But his, yeah, that year he he, uh, he died. Uh, I think he was second in Phoenix. Back in those days, it was the Bud Light Cups, right? Which yeah. is now today's Unleash the Beast series. But um, yeah, he had lots of top five finishes. He was in the top five in the world. And and the, the weird thing is BJ Cramps was traveling with him then. Um, Glenn would never call back, right? He would never look to see what he got. And he had Promised Land, which is that year was the reigning bowl of the, the world. And, you know, Glenn got up, walked out of the arena, was was alert and alive at the hospital even, but it was just too traumatic of a injury to stop him. But right till the end, BJ said the only thing he said to BJ is he broke my goddamn arm because he broke his, his riding arm that oh, ball. Yeah. So, and that's the only thing he did, right? He walked out of the arena because that's... Did, he, the, did, he, did Glenn not know he was dying? No, no. They, they actually said it was... Like it was a liver, it come pretty much severed his liver off, is what what the blow was. But he left the arena. His vitals stayed pretty high, but it was a bit of a false numbers because of the adrenaline and and everything else. But he was bleeding to death. So then they got him to the hospital, and and uh, yeah, no, he, he didn't know. They they actually, you know, put him put him under to do surgery on him, but he just never got up from that. And and you know what, I I look at people talk oh it must have been tough and it sucked for sure i was a young guy and and you know it changed my mom and dad's life forever right but at the end of the day we've all seen sickness and sadness glenn keely got to compete against the best bowl in the world at the highest level and yeah i'm not saying glenn wanted to die that night but he died doing what he absolutely loves there's lots of these guys nowadays I think they're here because the chicks or whatever, you know what I mean? Not, not necessarily the guys that are here this weekend, but there's lots of guys we see in different levels and whatever else that do it for the wrong reasons. He died doing what he loves. And I can truly say that, you know, and it, it sucked, but I don't, you know, I'm not sad. I'm sad for, for him, not, not for me. Cause he, he did leave it all out there. Right. You'd be more sad for your parents almost yeah. that they were probably took the biggest hit on it. wouldn't? Yeah. They? It was hard on mom and dad. They've both passed away since, but yeah, I guarantee in my life I want to do a lot of shit, but as long as my kids bury me, that's that's the main thing I want oh, to do. Yeah. yeah. There's uh there's probably not much of a better way to go though. Like if we could pick a way to go, like if you're doing it doing what you what you love, like that's like you said, like it's not a it's not as much of a sad thing to to Yeah, you, you know the miles those guys make and especially Glenn and, and that era of guys, they were in that transition of being just straight up rodeo riders to yeah. the, like first you know, five years. Of the yeah, the, well, the BRO, like I, you know, he was a BRO guy, then the PBR, and them guys. You got to remember, most of them rodeoed before there was rodeo count. Like the miles them dudes would put on in those days. Like Glenn and Jason, like my other brother Jason, would leave home. Right after Christmas, and I wouldn't see them till the week of Rodeo Royal in Calgary, which is the March, first. What? Well, yeah, was the first week in March or April, and and those guys rodeoed, and there was tw- there was ten to fifteen guys some years, bull riders that would go on that winter run down those from days. Canada. Yeah, from Canada. You know the Joyelles and Lowell Johnsons, the Whitlow boys. So many of them, I can sit here all day and talk about. Yeah, and that was a very very strong era of Canadian bull riders. And there was always guys competing, right? So those guys were, it's a different day and age now, you know, um, of, of rodeoing. But yeah, it's like I say, getting back to Glenn's legacy. We do that, our bull ride and his memorial in Stavely. And this is, I guess this year was our 16th. So we've, Glenn's been passed away next uh, spring. will be 20 years. 
and it's a badass event like you know it's i was we were talking yesterday with some guys like you go to staveley You'll see bull riders there from 20 years ago, and yeah. you'll never see them again until next year there. That's the only one they go to. Well, that that event, I know when I was a rider, like you you got fired up to be yeah. riding at the Glen Keeley. Yeah. And now even as a judge, me and Justin have been friends for quite some time now, and the prick just let me judge it like <laughs> this past year. <laughs> hey, I don't even judge it myself. <laughs> yeah, you're the uh, you're the ringman. The, uh, well, well you've you're got so much work there's, organized. Yeah, we have, a, we have a really good committee of guys, like either... You know, my from some of Glenn's best friends to yeah. a few fans, Streeter and McKay and a bunch of them guys. Um, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on. I've always said it, and I've said it to Bear. If I if you ever see me judging there, you'll never see me judge anywhere else. That'll be the last one I ever do. Oh, really? That's my game plan. So maybe I'll never get to do it, but <laughs> I don't know. One of these years, maybe. But yeah, it's it's a good event. Uh, Al Lively, a good friend of, of uh, Glenn's redid the tribute video and he got a bunch you know from jim sharp, you know, sharp lambert uh yeah. tough you it know of course wild. the canadian buddies and and that it's a pretty cool tribute but like i say glenn was he's just one of them guys he wasn't arrogant and you know and he was truly one of the good guys and 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 it's a it's an event that is a is a tribute to him and but you know what it's it's a badass pbr too so I uh, I gotta say I'm glad to be able to go there every year. It's a highlight on my season, and there's there's uh you know there's just nothing else like it. Like it's just such a family. Like I I think yeah. I know more people on the committee in Stavely than I know anywhere else in the country. Like they <laughs> well, a lot of them listen the, to the show. We know them. Like they're the yeah. energy of the of that. Yeah, it's such a like, great group you know, of it's, people. It's yeah yeah. When you go in there, it gives you chills. And when they play Glenn's video like just box hero and, and yeah. uh it, it makes the hair on your neck stand up and Every i think time. them guys ride better there for oh, whatever yeah. reason yeah. yeah well it's i think i uh, know that i judged it but yeah last couple of years we've not had to draw anybody back and that's pretty sweet and and the, the nice thing about that little town is it's not just that town it's kind of community you see, yeah and you see people from calgary i got lots yeah. of buddies from pinch or mcleod come and they're true rodeo and bull riding fans you know like that's what I like. Like it's it's deafening in there. Some of them nights. Oh when yeah. You get them big big short go rides and and you kind of have that. It's a little town that's got a big town feel, right? And it's a bunch of really good people that come and and help and support it. And you know what? Our sponsors there. It just shocks us every year how yeah. much support you get on that deal because it it is pretty pretty you know pretty neat deal. That Calcutta's pretty dang cool too. Hey, yeah. the amount of money that goes yeah, flying around there. How much money they get. Oh, it is the, the Calcutta, only- and that's our our biggest base is we're strictly charity based. Um, after sixteen years, we'll be well over three hundred thousand donated back to either scholarships or charity, and that's we keep a bunch of the the Calcutta. We keep forty percent of that. Yeah, and, oh, that's good, and that's it's. A- it's sweet how they still have the, uh, like, you know, Glenn's, you know, when you think of Glenn Keeley, you think about spurring bulls. Yeah. Uh, that guy spurred, like, you see pictures, like, holy shit, oh, that yeah. guy could spur a bull. And that, that bull ride, and they give out spurs to the guy that spurs the hardest bull. That That's cool. Uh, I I really, that's a nice, cool touch. It's probably no, there's probably, that's probably not even done anywhere else in the sport, is it? As far as yeah. I can tell, like, I don't think that's yeah, even I don't a thing think so. I don't, I've never heard of it, no. And yeah. now you're getting kids, you know, that, that are, going to the Glen Keeley Memorial Bull Riding and if they didn't have a bull riding there's a lot of these kids that wouldn't even know who Glen Keeley is anymore, oh, yeah. right? Right. They're, they're, um, so a lot of them now are born after he passed away exactly so yeah, then, almost all of them so you get you get you know a chance to win a set of spurs and you know maybe them kids to start doing some research like yeah, YouTube Glen Keeley and right? like holy shit that guy could spur a bull yeah 
And yeah. one of the great, yeah, well, like we said, one of the greatest ever, greatest ever from Canada, really. Like he, he could have been a world champion that year. We don't know. Yeah, no, that's right. He was having a good year, and like say it uh, ended up not going going the way it should have, but that's the way way life is, right? So, no, it's it's a sweet deal, and you know what? There's been we were just looking at the past champions. There's been the who's who of Canadian bull riding oh, yeah. and American bull riding, right? Of one and now that, that Aaron Aaron has the yeah, win there, Aaron's, that was one. One title, he said that he that he always wanted, always wanted, and never had 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 won. Now he's oh, got that buckle too. Yeah, for you sure. You just brought it to you the other day. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's. A, I told him it was so nice. I was going to wear it a little bit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Justin had it on the plane. I yeah, shine it up, show, that off. <laughs> showing that, showing everybody. But yeah, it's funny you say that. Getting uh, guys that are born after Glenn passed away. I've judged long enough, Ted, that there was guys that weren't born riding PBR that weren't born when I started judging. Oh my! <laughs> well, I even judged. Well, yeah, he, I judged now, that fat-headed little guy right there, old bear. I, you judged me a couple times. Yeah, too. I judged you. Yeah, I probably judged Wacy. Yeah, I've judged Wacy. Um, you didn't funny, have to judge me much because I never fucking. Well, that's on. I just yeah, gonna say, little bear. I watched bear a lot, <laughs> yeah. and I judged. His I got on. There's a lot of. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, you know what's funny because I didn't know bear at all. Like I could, say, I said hi to him, and I, I actually thought it was bear light brown. Oh, like I'm these like, others like everybody. I, wonder, I actually just thought he was like. Uh, <laughs> and did you uh, realize his actual name was Jordan? No, because then fast forwarding. <laughs> funny story, actually. A Perry little bit will of love a heated, that, that you just said that. A little bit of a heated judge <laughs> judge story is uh, Chad Best Plug. Of course, remember the first Alpha Bull event way back hundred years ago there at Claresome. Twenty fourteen. And, and and Bear was uh, judging there. And I remember, like, talk about, but it was bad judging too. They didn't do a very good job. <laughs> <on> that, but, <laughs> butter um, won that. I remember Dakota Butter won it. Was it? Well, if it was so bad because if you ever been to those Alpha Bull deals, Chad likes to buck bulls in the dark. <laughs> well, that wasn't in the dark. That no, year. that one wasn't dark. Was you don't even have that excuse. You guys, it was in the dark. <laughs> so how it went down was Torque. Torque's on Buffalo Chips, and I don't ever remember exact deals, but Torque is standing visiting with me at about six seconds. Whistle blows, and, and the back judge, who wasn't bare, um, well, was not me, Ted. He was that. not, but his. I'm. I watch because I'm kind of anal about judging. And oh, yeah. I, I, I only produce. Well, yeah, because you were. Yeah, you were. I wasn't judging, then. and I'm watching, and the back judges watches swinging in the wind the whole ride, and I'm like. Wait, oh, like he didn't start it? Exactly. He didn't even have it in his hand. It was he Ooh. got caught up in being a fan or something. And then part of what part of what happens there is that horn that program that I had probably there yeah. didn't work. It was like oh, it, it worked. Oh no, seconds. it worked. Like and, and we all know like you're gonna have your your mind is kind of set to an eight second deal. And there's I understand there's equipment failure periodically, but you gotta yeah. try and use the equipment. <laughs> this guy forgets, so I'm like well, what's the deal? And plus, Buffalo Chips sucked. He kind of walked in a circle, and yeah, he had a bad day. Yeah, so and, but they never rode him. But that day, he had a bad day. Yeah, but they and they rode him, and I was like, him. "So what's the call?" And I'm not going to say this guy's name because it beat the piss out of me. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm like, "What's the call?" And he's like, uh, and "It was just like his thumb was on the side." And then he gave the yeah. thumbs up, and I'm like, "Well, I'd assume it'd be a re-ride." Well, by then, these guys had radioed their scores, and, and it was way too high. I'm thinking re-ride. He's like an 86. And plus, he rode him for six minutes or six seconds. That was my first year. And so, anyway, but you got to love, I like to compete. I like to compete on Bear because he's heated up when I get done. We have a little bit of a confrontation. (laughs) Because you didn't really know each other much. No, no, no. no, I never even seen him. And then, so needless to say, 
you I know. just knew him as a fat-headed judge. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know what? But it, it was awesome because I liked that competing. And Bear's seen me have the odd discussion with bull riders, and I've seen him. And, and guys have the respect. We've we've been in the odd go-around with bull riders. You know, and, and he hasn't sucked that bad since that night, Bear. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I have a story to top that. Okay. So 2014 was your first year judging, right? Uh, you said? Yeah, somewhere yeah, okay. around there. Yeah. <laughs> so this awesome. is, I bought my permit this that year. And we drove, it was the Brooks Rocky Mountain House weekend. You were judging Brooks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we drove all night from Meadow Lake to Brooks for an 8 a.m. slack. And it's a Kessler Rodeo, like we said. It's good. So and it was my first Kessler Rodeo, too. And I, my bull runs in the shoot. He's like this big black horn bastard. And, and it's like the bull isn't even out of the arena. Like I'm about to get ready and I'm already getting cussed by Dwayne. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be sweet. This bull is really bad in the shoot. I go, come out, and he's like, maybe kicked over a pop can twice and it was just trying to hook me off his back and i was like okay sweet like i'm i think i was like 67 points and i was like okay i'm gonna get a re-ride i go up to bear and he's like he's like nope uh he, he looks like he fit in the pen pretty good so i didn't get no bear. re-ride Six, i'm at <laughs> rodeo pro, rules like a good rodeo team point oh yeah it was just like yeah it was like 67 no re-ride i was like well i guess i'm not gonna win anything <laughs> Judges my score, my, my score was so low. Didn't even make like the like I finished like seventh in the rodeo and didn't even get on the website. It's like they cut it off at like whoever was seventy four. <laughs> I was like no other qualified ride. But I won. Well, like, have been the winning. same year. Well, he got, he year. went from Buffalo Chips should have been a sixty seven, and he gave him an eighty six. So yeah. he just got confused. <laughs> God, you got the scores wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's one of like my fondest pro rodeo memories. I ended up getting like a four hundred dollar day money check. Out of it. Well, you're but, welcome then. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> worried. He didn't know if he could. Ride the re-ride bull. You're welcome. <laughs> Honestly, the re-ride bull might have been scarier than the one I got on. But yeah, that's one. That's one of my funny. That's like, well, that's one of the first times I ever met Bear. But yeah, that's didn't good. you say first impression wasn't that good? Obviously though. not. No, <laughs> <laughs> just doing like an eight, hour, eight hour all night drive. But that, that Invermere hockey tournament totally changed your mind about me. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Years later, <laughs> it's so nice to see the video is is dancing. He's really impressed with that. You wait till you see it. It's good. <laughs> I think I maybe have. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been interesting watching Bear grow as a judge. He's not bad now. <laughs> well, uh, I think we better wrap this up. Do you guys have anything else you want to? talk on like is there anything we missed here you guys want to make sure any any uh any apologies you want to set out there in advance or are we no we don't apologize i don't apologize (laughs) my wife and kids i apologize to them but nobody else (laughs) okay i'm always right (laughs) okay well thanks for doing this though this was uh a lot of fun i i i think we should make this an annual thing where we do some podcasts on the road in the lounges of the places but next time we should be able to drink a beer though maybe we shouldn't do it on event day well, we said last night, like me and Justin are mic'd up the entire event. And like, I even <laughs> said halfway through, like, cause we just chit chat the entire bull ride. And yeah. I said, Ted should actually just tape this conversation. Cause goddamn, this would be funny on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's about nothing about bull riding. It's yeah. usually just yeah, random shit. But it, yeah, usually time, laughing but... the whole time. So if you look over at the judges and they're laughing, that's probably why, that's you know. That's what's going on. Okay. Yeah. No, thanks for having us guys. It's, oh, it's a sweet fun. podcast. Appreciate it. It's been good. Awesome. Okay, well, this has been uh, Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacey. Thanks to Justin Keeley, Bear Lightbound. Light Brown? Bound? <laughs> there's, there's a, you should hear some of the Jordan, hockey coaches. Jordan Light Brown. I, you know, the newest one uh, that I've been called is Light Tower. Light Tower. Light Tower. <laughs> and like, like you know, And I'm a ref. Like, it's printed on. It's, it's on, on my jersey. Oh, really? And, yeah, some of them coaches get heated and confused and, yeah. That's the newest Just one that I've heard. In a blind range. Hey, light, light tower. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, geez. Okay, thanks again, guys. Another thanks, uh, I've got to finish with the finals here thanks, tonight, guys. but we'll uh, catch up where we're going to. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. Did you mean to play this one? I think so. Oi! Oi! This sums up Wacy's year. <laughs> Electric Avenue? <laughs> Downtown. The kid lives downtown. Is Electric Avenue. He left Namaka, went to Electric Avenue. It's pretty electric down there, right? Have I taken you to one night stands yet? I don't know if I've been to one night. That place is awesome. I love it. It's like just right beside Lulu Bar. Really it's sweet. They have like Connect Four, Crokinole. This game, like they have a hook on the air, and and you just like try to hook it on the wall. I've been by there. I know I've seen it. I'm a big fan of that place. It's fun. One night stands. They have the best neon signs too. Really? Hmm. Well, we they won that. It's like, it's like um, what's that song? It's like, oh baby, you, you got what I need. They have that under the. It's like, I can't remember what song it is. It's good though. I like that one. Yeah. When she says she's yeah. just a friend. Yeah, that song. Yeah, and they have a neon sign of it. It's so cool. Really? Yeah. And then the other one's like, uh, get drunk or die trying or something. <laughs> <laughs> I always see Kami there. All the oh time. really? Yeah, all the time. Did He's he ever a- reply to your tweet about how to get no. her on the weekend? He never did, eh? He Not- probably gets like thousands of those. Once, a day, once, once Terry said go with option B, I was going with option. <laughs> so for the people that don't follow me on Twitter, I'm pretty funny. <laughs> but for the people who don't, I tweeted you out start like Mike, at Wacy Anderson. Mike Commodore is a uh, a former hockey player, Twitter personality. And he has started the thing. Like getting in one, getting Anyways, in one. Yeah. So I tweeted him out for my birthday yesterday. I was like, hey, what should I do? Option A. Have a couple drinks of the game, kind of ease into the night, just because like the game was at two p.m., so it's really early in the day. And then my option—we already B, know how that went. Yeah. And then my option B was just floor it from the time the game starts. Time you wake up. Yeah, basically. I said when you wake up. I didn't do it when I woke up because I did go out for some beers the night before. So, so <laughs> <laughs> those were accidental beers, though. The boy, uh, some of the boys were like, "Hey, that you know. happens." Anyways, yeah. So Terry replied to my tweet. And Terry Andrew, friend of the, also another friend of the show. Friend of the show was on one of the episodes yeah. earlier on. I don't know which one right now, but he was uh, it was there. Yeah, and he was had option B. And we're going to St. Louis on Friday as well. By the way, for the horse racing thing, I already bought the tickets. So hope you can make it. That's the Delta, isn't it? I don't know wherever it is. The St. Louis thing, whatever. It's during the day, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet. Lunchtime. I'm Lunch playing games. in a fundraiser hockey game on Friday as well. Oh, what time? Evening and Nanton. I don't know what time it's at. Okay, probably evening. It's for that crow kid. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Might score a goal, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, I had a big yawn there. Yeah, it's so you're good, buddy. Sunday night pods, and just came home from the lost wages. You just today. came home from Vegas. I am. You're hung down. I don't feel good. We talked with NFR. So, and this is our with the pod of the year. Our last yeah, show. last show of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. When so you hear us again, it'll be next year. How was your 2019 for you? I thought we had a record year, man. You know, things are up. Bought a bunch of speakers, got bought a new truck. Deep. Yeah, I got pucks in <laughs> deep, you know. Uh, scored a few goals. <laughs> raised some havoc in the corners. and uh, Smuck it up. And, uh, yeah, just a went big... to Denver for the first time for the for the market to do to work for Montana Silver. And had his new work with Canada West Boots. What was your coolest experience of 2019, you would say? Oh, man. I don't, I'm not sure right now off the top of my head. <clears throat> Coolest experience of the year. Oh yeah, we did that. We hiked the West Coast. Yeah, did some cool shit, eh? That was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Golfed at Bear Mountain that same trip, but like the West Coast trail was like pretty ballsy. 
did I, like as soon as we showed up at like orientation, it said for experienced backpackers only, and I'd never backpacked ever in my life. You literally just bought your backpack like two months before the trip. Oh yeah, just bought my stuff. <laughs> I'd use my hiking boots like once before. Like I'm the guy that's not supposed to go on that hike, but did. Well, and you did it. Was it. Fine, you were fine. Yeah, but like I'm the guy that's not supposed to probably go, but I'm not a puss, so I just did it and didn't even die. Here you are. Four, four. We did four nights, five days. It was something different, man. Like, and I was. I'm happy that you could go and go to Camrose and go to El Nora so I could get away and do that because I'd never done anything different than rodeo in the last like five or six it's or nice seven summers. It's nice to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. So I plan to do it again next year too. So. You guys are hiking again next year. Okay. Oh, no, no. Like oh. just plan to do the break. Oh. So hope you're not busy those oh. weekends because you're probably working. I'll keep them open. Yeah. I actually want to go to BBJ this year. The lineup's sick. Oh, really? Eric Church. Oh, Jack on Sunday. Okay, so you're in. So you're Church already back. On, Church on Sunday. So me, August Long, well, I'm free. Free, free man for the weekend. Opened up. Schedules opened up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, man. I'd say, yeah, that was like a really new experience, I guess. Uh, what else did we do? I don't even know what else. Jumped into a cenote. Oh, yeah. In Tulum. That was cool. I jumped into a cenote, a little hole in the ground. It was like a underwater, like cave kind of thing. That was cool. pretty badass. Felt pretty alive. <laughs> what else happened? I don't know. That's cool, man. Sounds like, I, a, good, sounds like a good year. What happened? The dog oh, yeah. We have a dog now. Eleanor, that's something that that's big meek. You should have wrote a story for everything cowboy. <laughs> we still can, because like it's when silly. I first moved in, when I first moved in here, there was no way you're getting a dog. You hate no, dogs. Not by myself, I don't hate dogs. I just don't want to have to look after the damn thing. Like I but just now, what would you do with that? I would Ellie? feel I would feel bad for the little dog to have to hang out by itself all day if I was working. But I work at home, so it's kind of cool. But like, and it's good that we already always have somebody around to take care of her too. So. It's cool now, but I just didn't, wouldn't have expected it a few years ago. You know, I wasn't old enough, wasn't wise enough, wasn't uh, responsible enough to do that. (laughs) But she's a little dog, so she can walk around in the backyard and have fun and take her for walks. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You're a good dog, dad. I don't know about good. Maybe just okay. Maybe just mediocre. You seem to enjoy dad dog life. What about you, Wace? What was your highlights of 2019? Uh, one of my main highlights was the Queen Sport Industry Conference. In I Wilmington, thought you were going to say the Queen Sports that you played in the dating game, but that's different. That would not be a highlight. That's a low light. <laughs> my heart was broken. Well, that's fine. We'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> prick. <laughs> um, that's yeah. how we're having another Bachelor podcast. The, po- the yeah, the in sports industry conference is really cool. It was a good, neat experience. Yeah, and then the, you got to put, be a play GM for a day. Yeah, that was that was super was super day. fun. Yeah, yeah. And then Invermere. Oh yeah, that easily, was a dandy, yeah, easily the, my best weekend of the year. It was so so much fun. We're going back again too, eh? Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get that book. I soon. talked to Joel tonight. Anyways, that's off the another, off another the mic thing. off the mic. Anyways, and then winning the Hannah Hockey tournament that's gonna be a highlight. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's a highlight, man. Man, cause we've been grinding out at that thing for four years, and we, maybe oh, longer. I've been there a long time, longer than I have. Yeah, and we won it. We won the whole thing, and we finally beat that team. It's like those dickheads, the the locals. <laughs> They're not dicks, you know them. I know it's it's funny because like I just feel like they suck to the play. Ice. Yeah, they don't they don't they're not fun to play against, but they're actually Assholes. all a bunch of great guys. Yeah, kind of like us. Probably people are, don't like play us either. Like I probably hack a bit too much in those games. People are so dumb in hockey. Like they piss oh, me yeah. off so much. I was playing last week. We're playing this one team, and buddy, we're there on a power play. Buddy, buddy's buddy the, over over here. Buddy's like to my right in the corner, yeah. like in the behind the goal line. He 
tries to bank it off the back of my head into the net. What? Like, he just rips a shot at my head. What? I looked at him like, are you fucking dumb? Like, and what was this? Just like beer league No, it's like the good, like that Bears team I play on. Really? Yeah. I like look at this guy. He's like, it's fucking Thursday night at 930 mm-hmm. and you're ripping pucks in my head. Like you're in the fucking, where are the scouts in the stands? Jeez. And then like three plays later, two on one, I stopped two on one. He comes blazing through the crease and shin pad right in my fucking face. What? I, I was like, you motherfucker. Did you spear him or something? Oh, I just looked at him and you're dumb. Like I would have tried to fuck him up. We beat him. So it was, oh, that, okay, was, was, that was better. I got Look that. at the scoreboard, bud. How about I, that? I like, I just like chirping at people when they're dumb. It's like, you're an idiot. Like one guy, one time he like slashed my glove and I was like, I was like, okay, take it easy, man. Again, it was beer league on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. He's like, why don't you get someone to loot cheat me? Like there's that time when some someone hacked the Flames goalie and Lucic punched him in the face, and I was like, "Well, I, as much as I'd love that, like, why, why, why would I do Just that? Just don't. Yeah, I don't. Know. I could rant about it for days. It's dumb. I think that's about it. That for highlights, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Our fiftieth episode was sweet. That yeah, was that fun. was a lot of fun. Yeah, making making it two years straight with the podcast every other week. That's like pretty. That's a pretty big feat. Yeah. Yeah, I just to thank everybody for the support. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, Ari for for editing, making us sound good. Yeah. Uh, Sean Morton, part of the crew now. Uh, one of the boys. Everybody's came to be our guests. Yeah, other people, like exactly. Those, those people, I'd have thank to those people. Read back through everyone here. Yeah. We should probably, I should probably go through that. So yeah, Jess Lockwood, James Foley, Stacey Rizika, Richmond Champion, Brett Gardner, Zeke Thurston, Jeremy Bueller. Um, who else was it? Uh, Levi Simpson. Who else? Who else, Waze? What else do you got? I can't rem- remember. You can't remember. Oh, we have Flint on yeah. this year? No, it was last no, year. No, that was a different one. I uh, wonder if I can go back. Is this more? No, it's making me log in. But either either way, either way, it's making me. Log it's pretty in. cool. We've come. I, I, if you like, look at our over the last couple of years so far, we've came with this. It's pretty. It's cool. not as shitty now, hey? Like it's got. Yeah, better. and I mean, we got some good. We got a pretty decent following and. People yeah, it's not are, bad, eh? I feel like we provide good it's content for the people. So hopefully you guys like it, all you folks out there, because we uh, we're enjoying it, enjoying doing the show. It's fun, a lot of laughs. Yeah, good times. Oh, here we go. Chad Bestplug, Don Johansson, Jared Parsons, Jeff Robson, Dale Brisby, and Randy Kutiri, Craig Weisgerber, Lane Peterson, Lakota Bird. Who else do we got here? Um, Curtis Robertson. He was on this year's show. Scott Hardy, Peter Jabrad, Brinson Harris, Zane Lambert, Tanner Gerlitz. I think I already said Lane Peterson, Jason Davidson, uh, Kendra Sano, Scott Davis, Bobby Moat, Ron McLean was on episode number 33. Wacy Anderson, this was The Bachelor, number 32. David Polson, he's got another book coming out. Dakota Butter was, uh, what is he, four-time PBR World finalist now. And then uh, we had uh, Carmen Posbon was on one of the first shows of this seat like lat of 2019. I don't know what the hell now. <laughs> One of the first shows of season two showing the average at the NFR last year in the barrel race. And then we got core and clay Elliott. That's the whole, the whole year. Thanks for being part of the show. People It was awesome. Pretty Thanks good for year. making it awesome. Thanks for being part of 2019. Had a good time. See, so we'll see you all next year. Yeah. <laughs> next decade. How next about day, yeah, How about today? Eh? 2020. Funny. What, 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 what should we do some goals before? What are we doing for next? I, I was talking, I just had a phone call today and like, like what goals. it's not like a resolution. Cause like, I just hate you cause you're just gonna like break it. But my like goal for 2020 is to take better care of my body. Yeah, but it's not, that's not, um, that's not a smart goal way. So you got to get your shit together here. What? Specific. So you got specific. You got one. Is that measurable? How do you measure taking better care of your body? 
by exercising and feeling better. So by doing this, you got to exercise. How many times a week are you going to exercise? At least three. Three times a week for how long? 30 minutes? Uh, probably an hour. Mm, set your goals. Got to be attainable, man. I usually, when I work out, I usually eh. work out for an hour. Okay, three times one hour. Okay, that's measurable. You got that. That's the mm, So you're, you're yeah, mm, mm, so far. Mm. Now we're going to go to A. Okay, here we go. What does the A stand for? <laughs> you're not smart. I'm just smart. So uh, smart you're goals. Mm, mm. But you're, you were only at S, so... Oh, like, just because it, it was like a big, just a generalization oh, for my would, life. Yeah, but, but if you make a general goal, you're going to just be a general person, man. So you got to get, you got to have smart goals. I don't need this today, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm pulling full Michael Scott on you right now. You are, man. You're smart like, goals. S. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting, Specific. I'm getting attacked. M. Measurable. A. Attainable. Okay, my main goal attainable. for next year is to finish my degree. That's measurable. Fuck off. <laughs> R. Relevant. Correct. Check mark. T. Time base. How long are you going to work out for? Every day? Like, is this right? You can do this for the whole year? Three times a week? Yep. An hour per... I'd like to do that, yes. An hour per time? Three hours a week? <laughs> an hour per time? <laughs> How many times are you going to do it? Now, that's a smart goal, Waze. Thanks, you man. Got it. You're going to take care of better care of your body by working out three times a week. I'm going to eat better and How are you gonna dial back better? the Bud Lights. How are you going to eat better? How are you going to measure this? You're going to eat. I'm going to eat chicken breast and rice. That's all I'm going to eat. And broccoli. You got to Bro- add some broccoli. broccoli in there. Yeah, that's what I always do. Okay, this is a much better goal now. <laughs> you can sleep easy tonight. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm just trying to hold you to a higher standard. No, man. hey, I appreciate it. Just like you're, you, you're I just one employee of the year for everything cowboy. So I got to make sure my employees uh, got his shit together. So I don't become a better human being. Just, you know, uh, yep. We're just like I pr- really appreciate it, like a lot. <laughs> I just didn't. Those, I, I didn't expect that coming into this conversation. How about those socks? Ted got me some cool socks. Some office socks yeah. of the office. Dwight and Michael's on your socks. I could have got you Jim and Pam, but oh, I thought you were more of a Dwight Michael kind of guy. Um, Michael's my spirit animal. And there was just some that just said there was some that said uh, they had Bob on them, and they said Vance Refrigeration. I no thought way. those would have been those sweet. Those are sweet, too. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw those. I went to the stand there's store. A, there's a big sock guy. There's a good theory of why he always does that. Puts, puts his name on his socks? No, no, that he like says like Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration every time he introduces himself to somebody yeah. in the show. It's because it's a documentary, so he's using it as free advertising for his company. Yeah, it's like a thing in the part of the deal. Free and advertising. Did you like how I said that? Ad, ad, advertisement. Advertising. Uh, <laughs> what else? And I could have got you ones that just said Dunder Mifflin, but I was like, when I saw the Dwight and the Michael ones, I was like, ah, oh, these. That's were, it. This is Wasty's present for Christmas. Get yourself some Christmas. socks. I got like fifty bucks worth of socks because I got a free stocking with the Grinch on it. So, pretty big day for HQ. Oh, let's talk about Christmas. It's the first time you're hosting you Christmas? Christmas at forty six twenty. No, just first time. First time you're ever gonna have a tree. Yeah, we had a, a rosemary bush last time. It wasn't very tree. It smelled like a tree, but it wasn't. Did you put tree. some lights up and shit? On the house? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do no damn Christmas lights out there. Why not? Oh, I'm not. Get up on a ladder. My look, my eaves troughs are rickety at best. You I'm not going to do it. Put, li- put weight on them. It'll fall off. Blow Those things will blow apart. Man, I think we should wrap this up. <laughs> you got yourself a smart goal. <laughs> I, I try to go I home. Believe, I, I go believe home. it is attainable. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I was finished watching Frozen. Have, <laughs> you got an outro song to wrap up the year? I got it. What do you got? A banger? Nickelback. Ooh. Duh. See you guys next time. <laughs> See you next year.
This has been Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey. Thanks for listening. <laughs>